This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. And when you wrote this book, which was before this actual pandemic hit, um, I don't think you knew uh, or were aware of how powerful the profundity of a statement that you made, because you and I know this from our own personal experience, but for those that you said are not familiar, um, every tragedy in life may uh, results in transcendence. And I think you've got a real powerful statement there because something like what we're going through right now or what, what they went through in other parts of, of history mm-hmm. helps you see things differently. Absolutely. And, and you'll have two sides to that equation. Somebody's going to see it as opportunity, struggle, of course. Sure. Tragedy, of course. But you will uncover and discover things you never knew existed because you're forced, now that we're not in the whirlwind of life, to look at things differently. And, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you were spectacular when you said that because you also said in the book there were you've had to repeat too many lessons uh, too many times and felt like the breakthrough was just beyond your reach. And I'm going to tell you one of the common denominators in uh, Smart Women, Smarter Choices and all the interviews that we did was that people um, felt like they would just keep repeating the same mistakes, whether mm-hmm. it's choosing relationships or jobs or seeing how they see themselves. And you've been through so much webinars, seminars. Tell us about how you were able to discover these five essentials that actually can make a difference and believe that you can change after you've been through that. Well, Terry, thank you. And this is so important for our listeners because I'll tell you what, I have been through every repeat cycle. I'm no dummy. I try hard. I touch a stove once, I don't touch it again. But for those of you out there that feel like there's a metaphor of a slingshot and you want to fly forward, but you keep getting pulled back, you keep getting pulled back, you keep getting pulled back. And my words to you are, you will be released when the time is right. Okay. When you are on point, on target, and you have, if I would have been released five years ago, my little stone would have fallen on the ground and not gone anywhere. So we always want to fly ahead of our guardian angels. Okay. The time will happen when it's meant to happen. The hardest thing for us is to wait. It's just like this virus. When are we going to get freedom? I don't know. If somebody would just give us a date, we could just go on about our way, but we don't know. And so I would say for people, um, if you're going through this and you feel like you're, you're misfiring or whatever, correct what you can correct, but never stop trying because persistence, just because you don't get it right, doesn't mean that you stop trying. So the, dis- the um, book really was born out of my d- doctoral dissertation, where I really wanted to study the theory of motivation and all greatness in life 
is really about igniting greatness is nothing more than can you face each day with everything in it and fight the good fight and go to bed at night and know you did the best you can. That's living, that's living the enlightened life. Okay. And so when, what really for my dissertation, I really, with the, all the interviews and all the 10,000 hours of people talking, I really drew into five different things that ignited either greatness and realized, yes, there's something that starts it, but then you need the other thing that keeps it going. It's like a coin. It's like a dance. We are, we are not meant to be on the dance floor on our own. So I really looked at, I think this addresses the internal. And Terry, you've seen people that all of a sudden go, this is what I'm meant to do. I'm going to do it. And then they go do it. And they're not with, met with applause. And they, they peter out and they give up. And it's like, no, 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 no. Okay, that was only the first part of it. Then you have the, you have that you have this world piece where you have to go out and engage and do this journey with other people. And so that's really that came out of the dissertation and that and that's and I got to tell you folks, the reason I started my PhD 5 years ago is I was so broken and lost and it failed so badly. I thought, well, <laughs> I might as well go to school cuz I got I got nothing else to do. So I'm just telling you, and for any of our listeners that are thinking about going back to school, I cannot recommend it enough, okay? And people say, well, what do you get out of it? You get to be a better thinker and you get to know yourself better. Now, what better two reasons are that? You just said it, you get to be a better thinker. And, yes. and when you say you were broken, I mean, this woman oh. is the president of Tremendous Life Books. She, she, got, she got thrust into taking care of what was, uh, which was the executive books. Um, you, you're a publisher, you're, I mean, you, you've had to do the whole online thing. Uh, you lost both parents, which had a profound impact on your life. I mean, there's so many, like no one gets out on stage, but you said something uh, that really resonated with me because you said, we compare ourselves, we compare ourselves when we really don't know the story, the real story that's going on behind someone's life. And I think you said it the best. It, your statement said, no one has lived your life but you. Right. And that tells us that we can only interpret life through our own lens, which by the way, if you're uh, you know, an Italian kid from Chicago, it's gonna be different than a Southern kid from Louisiana, which is gonna be different than a child growing up in uh, Guyana. I mean, it's, it's how we build the pantry of our experiences, which is how we view. And I was so impacted by your statement because it was so clear because you said, there's never been a time in our society where so many of us feel their vision is the only vision. Right. And I'm not going to go, you know, where, but right. it's, you just can't do that because collective, and you speak about collective intelligence. As we wrap this up, you said there's an adage about walking in someone's shoes. Mm -hmm. Why mm -hmm. don't you elaborate and share that with us? Well, I think the more, you know, the more you realize you don't know. And yet the more you like this time last year, I was over in Africa. The more you see and experience, you understand we're all part of one race, the human race. And I think the more, the higher your level of pride, the higher your level of accusation. Okay. And insecurity. So when you're sitting there judging people, even, even about somebody that doesn't wear a mask out to go shopping, you don't know, you don't know anything about that person. You don't know if they had it. You don't know if that, you, you just don't know. Okay. So we need to step back and understand everybody. We're not God. We don't know what's in people's hearts or minds. Okay. And so when you realize that life becomes so much more peaceful that you don't have to right every wrong 
all you got to do is take care of yourself and you will be a beacon of light where, where you need to be it. And the rest of the people, you know what, Terry, we have pretty tremendous lives, but everybody else is there fighting, just trying to get through just like you. So, I mean, I think when I really realized that, um, it's just so humbling to realize, just stop focusing on everybody else and just deal with yourself. That is so beautiful. And I have to tell you, it just gives me chills when you say that because uh, you do say in the book, there are commonalities across humanity to see the process, uh, the process that share in this process that is timeless and universal. Right. And they apply all, every single entity to the human race. Uh, there's a great diversity in the body, our packaging, tall, right. short, yeah, white, uh, right. purple. However, there is also, and I love this, immutable unity. We are created as a collective and working yeah. and living and playing together now is how we function best. It is. We all have a need to love and be loved. It's the greatest commandment. And yeah. even, if you, even if you're not theologically, even if you think we evolved, we still are bred as a collective. You can't deny it. So we need to stop being so divisive and destructive and realize, and anytime you're pointing the finger, it's, it's the old, think about the plank in your eye first. But that's a sign of maturity and security. And that's kind of perfecting yourself. When you realize, you know what, Lord, just keep my mouth shut. Let me focus on myself. You know, and I think that's a great way to wrap this up because um, this pandemic, whether it's yellow fever or whatever it is, right, affects humans. Right. It is. It is not selective about short or tall or beautiful or rich or poor or wherever. And so that, if nothing else, drives that to your consciousness or your other than consciousness. You're not thinking mm -hmm. because. Um, Everybody, like you said, every single, even every part of nature wants to be loved and nurtured. Mm -hmm. And right. when you understand that it's fear or that, that people have fear or love, then you understand, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Exactly. So I think, I just know, I'm, I bet a lot of money on it, that um, our people would like to hear more about you. You've written other books. I know you're going to join us again because I, I will, don't make me come down there because I will. Um, <laughs> Where can they get this book? When's it going to be out? And uh, I know that you speak and you consult and you do so many wonderful things. Tell us a little bit about what we can do to find this book and others. Sure, Terry. Well, they can reach out on www.tremendousleadership.com. All our books and our kids' books are our free webinars and other books that we publish. We have Acres of Diamonds, Message of Garcia, As a Man Thinking, wonder because we're a publisher too. And also, if you get on there, we are starting a crisis leadership series that people can download the 10 top lessons that I learned from my study that you can apply to whatever organization you have and whatever crisis you're going to go through. This isn't going to be the last. And it's good that we do some after actions and review what we can do better. So tremendousleadership.com, my email, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, you, you send us, send me an email and it'll come to our global headquarters right here in central PA and I will answer it immediately. Yeah, uh, so tell us, what is your email address? It, my email address is tjones, for Tracy Jones, at tremendousleadership.com. And the book is due out the first week of May. And if you sign up, we've been handing out free eBooks, okay, of our little wonderful life-changing classics. If you sign up for them, you can get 14 of them. I'm putting out chapters, free chapters every day on my book, Beyond Tremendous. So we just really want to pour out as much positivity to help you not kill time, but fill time. This is 
a wonderful time in history when we've been able to hit the pause button to refresh, replenish, and come out of the gate strong. I don't think we could end this any better. And I just want to personally know, I know that you, you're a brand new uh, wife. Yes, uh, I am. And he's an he's a adorable hunk. Thank and, you. Uh, he's going to be a whole separate interview. Thank you so <laughs> much for joining us. Thank you, Charlie, tremendous. Hmm. Uh, and we'll, we'll do another whole series on why the tremendous piece, because that's so fun. Uh, and I just want to thank you for, you know, the grit that you, hmm. that you displayed and behaved because you didn't have to go to school. You didn't have to serve in the military. You didn't have to go to Africa. You did these things because through you, we get to enjoy and see the vision of your experiential capital. And I hope you'll join us again on Realty Times Women in Business. I'd love to, Terry. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.tremendousleadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.